Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com. Hope everyone is having a great week out there this week and you enjoyed last week's episode, a little bit of a different episode about blues improvisation. Today we're going to have a bit of a return to form. We're going to talk about a specific guitarist. The guitarist we're going to talk about this week is Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead. Now, if you don't know Jerry's work, I thoroughly recommend you familiarise yourself with it as soon as possible. He's one of my favourite guitarists. I think he's probably, yeah, he's probably my favourite improviser. He's well known for improvising and obviously all the guys in The Grateful Dead are really good at improvising and jamming, but some of the solos that he's he's done on the live recordings of The Grateful Dead are absolutely phenomenal. The album that comes to mind, if you want to check one out, would be the Live in Europe 72 tour. And on that, there's a track called Morning Dew. And the the live version from, uh, I think it's from the Lyceum, I think it's in uh, London, if I'm not wrong. Uh, live from the Lyceum, Europe 72, uh, the Grateful Dead, Morning Dew is the probably one of my favourite live guitar solos. It's up there with like Dave Gilmore, Comfortably Numb. It's one of the best live guitar solos. Um, and the thing about Jerry's playing is that it's it's slightly different every single time. It's one of the reasons that people love to document the Grateful Dead's live stuff because it's just never the same. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about how Jerry Garcia pulls melodies out of chords. So this is his kind of, what I would say his typical guitar style is so what i mean is that if we take a basic song uh like ripple for example we've got the chords g then c d g your average kind of normal bluegrass chord progression really Uh, but what he does is he pulls melodies out of the chord tones within these chords for example this melody stuff is just pulled right out of those chords and he has a very kind of bluegrass approach to his playing where he plays melodies within chords so first let's just look at the chords that we're using in that kind of arrangement of ripple so we're going to use a normal g chord but whenever jerry garcia plays a g he keeps his finger on the d on the B string as well. So that's fret three on the B string. So if you were playing a G chord with three fingers, we want to make sure we've got four fingers on the fretboard. So I've got my fourth finger on the G on string one, my third finger on D, string two, my second finger on B, fret two of string five, and my, uh, sorry, my first finger is on B, and then my second finger on G on the top string. So from the top string down, we're going to go three, two, open, open three three and then the next chord we got the C regular C chord and then a D back to G so it's a very simple chord sequence for the beginning part of this one we're just going to go G
back to G. So that's all the chords are really for the beginning part of Ripple. So it's a simple piece in terms of chords, but it's complex to play the melody and the chords at the same time, which is what he's so fantastic at, which is that kind of typical bluegrass uh, country style of playing where you use the kind of chord tones from the chord shapes and a lot of open strings. He really utilizes the open strings. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at a little run of what we can play from each of the chords and then we'll look at the actual tab for Ripple itself. So we're starting off with this G chord. So we've got a lot of different tones available to us here, but what we're going to do is we're going to play... utilizing some of the chord tones here. So we're going to start on the top string, fret three. Then we're going to go to fret five to the A. So we go... Then go down a string to B on the fret two. And then to fret three, which is the C. So we have... to an open D string, open G string, then that D there again on fret three of the second string, and then a G. So these are a lot of the available notes that we can use, predominantly from the G major scale. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different tones from the chord. If we do the same thing for C, we can just play the straight up C major scale from the C, and it's important to try and keep the same fingering so we're not changing our fingers too much. So we play a C chord with your third finger on the, the root note C on the fifth string. Then what we're gonna do is lift your second finger off, and on the fourth string, we're gonna do zero, two, three, so. third string, 0 to 2, so G to A, and then on the second string, 0 to 1, all together, so this is giving us two different shapes that we can pull out of these two chords. Let's do the last one, which is D. We're going to go from here, regular D chord. We're going to start on the D string. We're going to go 0, 2, 4. And then the same thing repeated on the G string. And then on the second string, we're going to go 2 to 3 and then fret two. So that's another little sequence of notes that we could pull out of a chord. So first one, second one, one. 
So there's a lot that we can pull out of just these chords. And the one thing that Jerry Garcia does fantastically, especially in a song like Ripple, but certainly in the kind of more country bluegrass side of uh, The Grateful Dead, is he's brilliant at making a melody out of just those chord tones. So let's look again at the Ripple one here. We're going to start with this. And what we're going to do is when we play that open, we're going to play the rest of the chord notes along with it. So we're going to start on the second string. So just like we pulled out of this one already, we're going to play fret two on the second uh, on the fifth string, fret three, then an open D string. That's the melody. And then we have an open D string to uh, sorry open G to open B. So then we go to fret two on the G string, and then back to the B. So. open G, and then fret 2 on the D string. So. And then if we add in the chords there, we add in the G chord here. G chord. C chord. again so you see how we start to bring this together we'll be bringing the chords and the melody together and then strum fill in the strumming string zero to two hammer on and then third string open and then stay on the third string two zero and then first part again so we go hammer on first third string two zero and I play that one as a pull off back to the first one Hammer on again, then pull off. just moving between the G and the C all I'm doing there is filling in the gaps with the fretted chord so if I hold down the fretted chord I can fill in the gaps and make the complete sequence so all together again So 
breaking that down one more time, the chord sequence we're playing there is just G to C to G. So it's dun da da da. Stay on C. Back to G. And then round again. The melody line is. Try and get that clear and keep the rhythm in the strumming, says. And it's a really good thing to practice because you can firstly practice just trying to get the mechanics a bit down. Secondly, you can practice learning the chord tones like we were doing earlier out of the chords, the available notes that we can use to make melodies. And thirdly, you can work on trying to make the melody come through. If you're finding that the melody is not coming through and it sounds a bit like this. Sounds a little bit messy. You want to work on just really accenting that. So it's the loudest thing. playing the chords quietly to accent the melody there. So there we have it. One of my absolute favorite guitar players, Jerry Garcia, and a fantastic example of how you can use some of that bluegrass pedigree that he has um, to write some amazing melodies using just chord tones. So I recommend practicing through that and then having a go at maybe making up some of your own melodies using simple open chords like that. Uh, if you study any kind of bluegrass tunes or any kind of traditional American music, you find that a lot of it is written in that way. And one of the things that made Jerry Garcia such a special guitarist is that he was a phenomenal bluegrass player, not only on the guitar, but also on the mandolin. Um, so a great song to check out. I hope you found this lesson useful. Don't forget, you can give me a review if you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please do that. It really, really helps. Uh, you, want, you can support the show using the show notes below, using the link to buy me a coffee. Uh, you can donate to the show. Uh, help me get these out as much as possible for as little as just $5. So that stuff really, really helps. Uh, other than that, just spread this show as much as you can. Don't forget to head to thebluesguitarshow.com to set up uh, your subscription to the mailing list to make sure that you always get the tabs for these sessions and cool information about interviews and things I have coming up and workshops that I've got coming up. There's a series of workshops starting this month. Um, they are starting on the 11th, so that'll be next Sunday. So if you're interested in joining one of the workshops, there's one that's on finger picking, one that's on flat picking, one that's on improvising, one that's on playing solos. If you're interested in joining one of those sessions, all you've got to do is shoot me an email, ben at thebluesguitarshow.com, 
or head to thebluesguitarshow.com and click on the Blues Guitar Workshops. That'll give you all the information you need. Uh, they're drop-in sessions from now, so you can just drop in for one session if you want. If there's one you can't make, don't worry about it. Just drop in, uh, pay as you go, drop in for each one of those sessions. So if you're interested, please send me an email, ben at thebluesguitarshow.com, and we will work it out. Have a good week, everybody, and I'll catch you next time. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.